What's up, everybody? This is your boy, B. Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. And it's your girl, CJ. And I've come to the conclusion. Yes. That food that you can eat with your hands, mm-hmm. sans utensil, is way better. Like, way better. I think mean, about Think about every food you can just eat with your bare hands. It's way better true, than though. the food you can eat with a lot of knife to that. or Fight me. I <laughs> went to my Nepalese friend's house, uh-huh. and we had a whole dinner. And I'm not talking about like finger foods, like that you're used to eating with your fingers. I'm talking. We had rice and curry, and we ate it with our hands. And that and was the best damn curry I had in my life. It tastes better. I like took leftovers drink. home, and I ate it with a fork, and it wasn't the same. I was like, <laughs> wasn't the same. Fork, and I ate it with my hands. It wasn't the same. I did like I did stuffed peppers tonight. Um, hmm. uh, meatless stuffed peppers. And it was funny because PJ was all like, well, we don't have anything to eat. No, we do. You're just not using your mind to cook things. And I'm uh, tired of yes. buying stuff that you can throw in the microwave or oven. So let's pull like a top chef, grab these ingredients. It's a meal. So he goes in his room to clean and then he comes back and he's like, oh, what are you cooking? Because I have like beans and sauce in one pot. I got my Mexican Ooh. rice in another. I'm cutting mm. up the peppers. And I'm like, yeah, like... We got food. You just don't know what to do. But long story short, we're eating with our hands. I like ate the rest of the rice before we logged in today oh with my God. hands. And I'm like, this tastes so good. And yeah. I know why. Because it's the dirt on your hands. hands. Not the dirt it's on your hands. <laughs> it, it is. You know everything, CJ. So you should know this. It's the dirt up under your nails is what no. it is. Delicious. No. Like the cleaner your fingernails are, the less you actually taste. That's the fucking terrible. The less- <laughs> that's awful that's awful oh my god Ooh, uh anyway <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and take control here anyway um we're gonna start off with a couple of the questions that we've had so far come in from our listeners and our viewers or whatever um, and anything just, that's too black cj said she wasn't going to answer because black history month is done for her <laughs> Y'all are so horrible. She only gets half the black history. She only gets half the month. Rude. See you on the 14th. Rude. We'll see you next year. Actually, it was at at noon on the 15th because this year is a leap year. Uh, At least she knew. At least she knew. (laughs) <laughs> so terrible you guys are terrible uh, we have like so many so we just gonna pick a couple that we um didn't get to go into i'm just gonna go in order so this first question we're gonna go with is um why does our music continue to promote lifestyles that perpetuate negative perceptions resulting in unfair treatment for employers and police that's a oh, long that question. beat bump though that's why because <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucking beat go hard that's why because the beat flat. <laughs> wow. I mean, well, okay, but let's be real. Like back in the day, it wasn't that much. It of, wasn't really like that back. No, in the because day. back in the day, the reason why people didn't like hip hop and rap and things like that was because it promoted people to think about how police and other parts of our society was treating our community, right? So they didn't like it then. Now that we switched over to making money and then talking about the things that we can do with that money, they still don't like it. I don't think it ever mattered what it is that we talked about or sang about. I think that they're not going to like it because where it's coming from. That's it. Like, exactly. Because when you look <laughs> I summed at the it up too fast. I'm sorry. You look at the main consumers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Black people are a large percentage of it, but we're only 13% of the population. And that right. shit sells. To everybody. You see what right. I'm saying? So it's not and, just. And us even that's going consumed. to these concerts, I've seen several times where the majority of the people at these rap concerts or at these rap fests or like the Made in America Fest, I want to say that's in Philly, mm-hmm. that Jay Z uh, does. Um, I, I was amazed by how many white people were out there. Yeah. Um, the most black people I have seen is when we went to, um, shit, I forget what it's called already, Afropunk. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that made sense. So that was very much like Wakanda. But anything else that seems R&B or rap lace, the whites are out. And like you were saying, yeah. there's a huge difference in the content now. Definitely not NWA. Definitely right, right, right. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Before where you have the president being like, hey, I got to step in and say something because this music got me feeling away. They're right. not. They don't have that pool now. And I think, like you said, the, the money 
got like huge and they realized there's a market for it. And if we're the people in the black suits, but we're white and we're behind it, mm-hmm. exactly. we can profit off this. So at this point, it don't matter what you're talking about mm-hmm. because we're just going to get the money anyway, nor do I see um, MCs. Well, you know what? I talked about this with someone else too, because there's a difference between like MCs and entertainers and it ain't the same like right. it was right. before. Nope. So no. these rappers <laughs> now, it really is about the hottest track, what's going to go good on a commercial, what's going to go good on maybe with a video game, a movie, a, a, a viral dance on TikTok, whatever. Right. It's very rare that the songs that have content actually talking about shit and right. social injustice and wanting something positive to happen um, are going to be mainstream stuff. So I feel like whoever asked that or however that question was posed would have been definitely more relevant uh, late 80s, early 90s. Um, yeah. Right now, to me, it doesn't hold as much weight right now. Yeah, because it's all about a money machine. It Somebody is. behind it. Somebody's getting paid, and the person at the top getting paid don't look like us. Yeah. At all. And, and they're pushing it and promoting it, and that's why we continue to have it. Because if it was that offensive, it was that terrible, and it did all of the things that they're saying that it's mm-hmm. doing, it wouldn't sell. But it sells. That's why they're pushing. Right. And like, I don't, I don't know that that type of music like our music is the only music that perpetuates any kind of negative scenes i feel like all of them do in but it looks ways. better when we do it because it fits it fits the, the narrative it fits the well, narrative I think you know even outside of the narrative you got to think about the movement and and who has their pulse on the culture it's always us and when you have your pulse on the culture and you can shift what's cool and what's followed, that's powerful. But instead of letting us have control over that power, it's gotta be the people, like you said, that don't look like us, that have control over what the image is and what the sound is. So yeah, there's other genres and stuff like that in music that, you know, have some type of negative whatever to it, but they ain't making waves like rap music and And R&B music All those artists aren't making money either. You see, not as much money. Wait, say that again, They're not making as much money as the artists say, if you are an artist and you want it, talk about something positive. You're not going to make no money because what sells is the gutter but nasty crazy shit. That's oh, yeah, what sells. For sure. That's what's hot. That's what people want to hear. The ratchet so, head. They no, want to hear the ratchet shit and that beat slap. That's what I'm saying. The <laughs> man does it. Does that it. That beat slap. That's why. Don't stop. Pop that don't stop. Oh my <laughs> god. Disclaimer. <laughs> Two minutes into the show. Disclaimer. <laughs> not our song. That's what motherfuckers want to hear. I want to rock. I want to rock. Which is another thing. How dare people even come at Megan Thee Stallion or Cardi B or any female rapper for taking full control of their sexuality and saying what the fuck they want to say. Agreed. But there was no problem to have Uncle Luke say what he was saying about what females should be doing or really any male rapper talking about what females should be doing. We say it and now men don't like us talking about hot girl summers. Men don't like us. It makes guys uncomfortable, I think. They're ridiculous. Because because that's us taking back power with like different things. You know what I mean? And the first thing they try to do is slut shame you. I have seen paragraphs. I've seen paragraphs of guys writing, well, this is why you're single because you're so busy having hot girl summers. Man, that crazy line right there. This is why you're single. And I'm just nigga, like, that's why you um, sing. <laughs> exactly, it, dude. Nigga, you exactly. single. You just a single motherfucker. You talk about <laughs> exactly. Like that be and then if you're off. not single, talking to someone else who's single, you got a problem, <laughs> right? Oh, you reevaluate your whole motherfucking situation before you want to open up your mouth with a goddamn. I'm telling you, when I have a married when I have a married man in my inbox trying to tell me about me. I'm like, I should screenshot this and send it to your wife because and you see what she said. Too much time on your hands. You better say that again. Said, well, uh, whoever asked this question, there you have it. <laughs> so, Thank you for the question. We appreciate it. Definitely. Yes. Um, one more before we get into our real topic. Um, oh, we did this one last week. Oh, okay. Is if hair is supposed to be a symbol of power and individuality, why are so many of us hesitant to wear it in its natural state? Oh, oh, that's a good question. That is a good and I question. I wish it was a world where you didn't have to, but you do if you want to keep your job. You know, if you want to make them coins, you got to look a certain way. We've if you want to be this. on a billboard, yeah. you got they want you to look a certain way. You can't go looking like your normal natural self because that doesn't sell. At the end of the day, it's what sells. In, in in every instance, it doesn't sell all the time. It's true. So that's why you can't do it. It's and what makes me it. mad we wish about it could. And, right, we wish it could. But what makes me mad about that statement, especially as a woman that changes her hair out a lot, mm-hmm. even the attention that I get, because we have talked about this on a different episode of The Triangle. Yes. Um, even the compliments and attentions I get, I've never been called 
beautiful or a queen more than when I have my natural hair out. But if I'm wearing a wig and it's straight in this, and I'm talking about from the brothers because everybody else just say what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so from them, you know, I'm sexy and everything else with hair like this. Right. And then with the pro, I'm regal. I know my worth all of a sudden and everything else. Mm-hmm. If that was the main narrative pushed by almost all brothers, more women of color that have the coily, kinky hair would wear it out more. But what they, they're so busy bashing a lot of times, because I don't see a lot of women doing it to women. Again, it's a male thing. So I feel like black women get picked apart Mm -hmm. um, by almost every race, but especially the men within our own. And it's not safe for us to perm our hair. And then we can't wear the wigs because we don't love ourselves. And then if we do wear our natural hair, which there are different natural hair types, every mm-hmm. bitch that go natural will not look like Alicia Keys. Right. And that's what some of these niggas want. And I'm sorry, <laughs> you're going to have more. No, seriously, you're going to have more. No, you're, I'm agreeing completely. Who I, believe, who, I, who I think is beautiful, by the way. You're going to have more Nyong'os, more Indiaries than you are going to have Alicia Keys. But y'all praise the light-skinned coily Mayas and Alicia Keys mm-hmm. more than you do the darker sisters. So there's stacks and levels of why they don't do it. And a lot of times, like Dimitri said, it's it's for survival. It's to fit in. It's to be desired. It's to be desired either by a man or the job or something to fit in. It's very rare you run into women of color who are wearing their hair however they want to wear it just because they want to wear it that way. It took me years to wear my hair however I wanted to wear it and still feel good about myself. Years. It's a lot. It's a lot. And like, you know... All of that is true. And plus the fact that there are states, counties, and whatever that have to put out laws that forbid people to discriminate against people of color who have kinky hair or curly hair or whatever have you. Yeah. Or like school saying that the kids can't have their natural hair grown out of their head, can't have locks, can't have an afro, can't have braids, can't, you know what I mean? Like the fact that we're still going through this in 2020 is the reason why even though we feel like our natural hair could be a symbol of power or whatever we can't always rock it it's just that simple like like d said what brandy said is absolutely 100 percent correct because what are we supposed to do when i can't i can't even go to an interview with an afro because i know that that will not work for me you know what i'm saying like and i'm like but that ain't gonna do me any good i have to put it in a bun or slick back or a hair straight one or the other like there, there's and no sometimes way you around just it. like your hair in a certain style. And I remember having to tell people in New Orleans because so many people were trying to like give me speeches and stuff mm-hmm. uh, during, uh, it was 4th of July last year. And they were like, yeah, we're not celebrating the oppressor and blah, blah, blah. So we definitely not doing that. But you're thinking I'm making a political statement with my hair. Oh. And I just wanted to wear my hair. You're just wearing your fucking hair. just being you. I just wanted to wear my hair. And y'all were, girl, I was getting dapped. People was doing Wakanda stuff. And I was cracking up. And I told the people I was with, I said, I bet you money the same energy will not be kept by the black people tomorrow when I switch my hair up. Of course. Money, when it goes back straight or curly or whatever, it's none of this like camaraderie. But then that goes to show you how just even within our hair, outside right. of the light skin, dark skin thing, our hair is another thing to divide us. 100. And some people won't feel like you're as much of a sister if you don't have the fro, if you don't have the locks. And it's just unfortunate. But it I hope is. we answered that question for yes. whoever was curious. That's, that, I think that was a good one. All right. So today's actual topic i love this i I guess brandy came up with this um i did i've been wanting to talk about this since we started the podcast (laughs) can i say the topic is can i say nigga um i'm assuming non-poc people is what we're like talking about here yeah um there's like this weird TikTok going around where a whole bunch of white kids with the token black kid will sing a song or rap something and they leave out the nigga part and then they let the like the token kid like say it for TikTok's sake. Have yeah. you seen those? I've seen those. I have not. Uh, my child yet. has shown me some of those too. And you have, yeah? And it's I just, have not. Oh, okay. Look, so I've um, heard about it. I have not seen it myself. Yeah, so it's like, like, haha, funny, funny. I get it. But I feel like. I don't know. It's controversial because people are like, well, if it's in a song, then I can say it. I'm just rapping the lyrics. Mm-mm. I feel like you can't say it whether it's in a song or not. Like, period. You, you don't have to say it. You can just bleep, bleep it out. You don't, you know what and I mean? It's kind of cringeworthy to even 
think about for TikTok like sake, because I know the kids, they don't know no better half yeah. the time, but it's also because your parents aren't teaching you anything. Like I've literally had to talk to my son because he hasn't been in this situation, but I told him I didn't want him to be since he's around a lot of white kids because the school district we're in, mm-hmm. you're not their black friend. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's so important. You're not their black friend. You're not anybody's experiment or fetish or, you know, their approval to say nigga or to do anything. Like, no, your job is just to be you. You're not for their entertainment. Like, I know with us growing up overseas, I really never felt like that. Um, That's just weird to me. But now that I see it, and you can see it really easily on these social media, different viral challenges or whatever, um, that's, I'm going to put that one back on the parents. You need to be teaching a bit more pride, I think, in your black kids so they're not comfortable with something like that because now i'm like why the fuck is whoever this kid is that does this stuff okay doing that scene yeah right agree doesn't mean they can't have white friends because i don't want nobody getting that extreme yeah it's not that that situation is i think i agree i think it's out of control because i would like what made them so comfortable to do that with you so comfortable you know what i mean and i i don't think that's appropriate at all because that means those all those white kids understand the intonation and the negativity of that word to the point that they think it's funny to make haha jokes out of it like i get it everybody has a different sense of humor so it's not appreciated in every sector but like it's just that means that you you made them comfortable enough to be like hey hey, Jasmine, like, can you say the word nigga when we record this? The rest of us are just going to bleep it out. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's not okay with me. That should have been know. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> no. With kids, I think they're all just trying to have fun and they're aware that something is bad and they mm-hmm. want to make light of something bad. Because I remember watching, remember Vine? Oh, God. I yes. watched the Vine where it was, these, it was a white girl and a mm-hmm. black girl. Mm-hmm. And who was copying who? Okay, so every time the black girl said something, her the white girl would repeat what she said. She's like, stop repeating me. And the white girl's like, stop repeating me. Uh-huh. And she was like following her around, annoying her. So she looked at her and she said, nigga. Uh-huh. And then the white girl, when she's, then the end part didn't even come out. Oh. She went, mm, and then it skipped over to the next scene. And then you just saw a white girl laying on her back. Oh, being like she by said it. Off the scene, as if like she got knocked out and the black girl was dragging that's her away. Funny. Her <laughs> <Got took. laughs> but that's funny. <laughs> it's the same to me it's a similar principle where it's mm-hmm. like we're making light of something that's negative so i see it in the same light so i'm not necessarily seeing it as offensive as you guys are i guess i guess what it is is like i was talking to brandy about it a little bit because of the post on facebook like i i noticed that somebody i had deleted off all i thought all of my facebook and other social me- media is still following me on one of my uh instagrams and I had posted something and saw it. And this particular person is Caucasian. He's a guy. He divorced my friend who is black, female, 100% black. And they have mixed kids, obviously. I think they have two, if I'm not mistaken, right? And me and him have gotten into a conversation once before where I was like talking about the uh, profiling that cops do. And he completely disagreed. I was like, are you telling me that your sons who are darker than I am, even though they are mixed, like you're not going to teach them that they need to keep their hands above the wheel, keep their ID and their insurance in the fucking, you know, the sun visor or whatever for easy access. So there's a chance that they won't get shot at. Like, this is like a real thing for us, right? And he was like, no, I would never have to do that with them because we live in this neighborhood. I was like, that's exactly why you have to do it with them. Because you live, and we kept going back and forth and back and forth. So for me, I think, I'm t- correct me if I'm wrong, Brandy, I feel like when you allow that type of behavior to keep going on and on, even if it's a joke and you don't at least talk to them about, you know, yeah, you're having fun with your friends, but you need to understand that if you allow that, some of, some of those people in that friend group will move on to think that they are allowed to treat black people like that is what I'm saying. Or or they'll move around as if they are not going to be looked at as of color by anybody. Right. Because I had a friend for a while, her son didn't know he was black. And I'm thinking, although I know you're mixed with something else, nigga, use a nigga. I'm like, I can see it. And and your um 
you know, mocha skin, whatever you want to call it, and your hair texture when, you know, nobody's trying to put a million different gels and stuff to give it that curl. No, you're still something else other than white. So mm -hmm. it's important for anybody of color to know what they are, where they come from as much as possible, and then how other people are going to see you, especially when you're undeniably Black. The thing about the example that Demetrius gave with the Vine video that I can say was funny was at least the moral of the story is you say it. Don't say the word. Yeah, I get it. I agree. It's a different ball game when 15 white people are pointing to the Black friends. Like you say, ha ha, woo woo. That's the TikTok. Right. It, it need, it, there needs to be a consequence for action. So even if it's in a joking way, at least you knew. And Dave Chappelle did that wonderfully. Anytime that he had some like crazy skits up there and let a white person say something a little too crazy, they're saying something back or somebody's getting got. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with it being joked about in that way. And again, right. not blaming kids. This comes down to whoever's raising you or, you know, wherever you're raised at. But we're, this problem is just going to continue when we're not teaching our kids about their skin tone, right. about maybe what the world is gonna view them as, um, and in kind of like ignoring it, because I think it's easier for people um, that aren't of any color to ignore it. I've even, uh, <laughs> shout out to you, <laughs> no colors. They could the colors. No, just invisible, uh, niggas? Like. <laughs> invisible niggas? Invisible uh, <laughs> niggas. Shout out. <laughs> but I think it's easier for them to ignore it because I even thought about this month about starting some shit on my page just because I'm a bitch. What do you um, mean like, you always starting shit on your page? I am it's already starting. <laughs> but I thought about posting something like, you know, where's this energy for Black History Month from my oh, absolutely. white friend? Mm. Where y'all ain't even reposting shit. Like, and any other time, you're talking about a lot of stuff. I've noticed with white people, they will 9-11 um, us to death. Day, uh, Veterans Day, different other, oh, you'll get the repost and everything about that, but Black History Month, we literally built this country. Well, you know, what's funny, me like, and Rob was on. just talking about uh, MLK Day last night, and he was like, you know, but we have a day off. I was like, okay, but people don't celebrate it, and what I mean is there are no parades in Mansfield. Texas there are no like barbecue like, what I yeah there's no there, I mean <laughs> we celebrate I've been to MLK barbecues and parties and stuff but what I mean by we is literally it's the black society celebrating there's like no mixture of people coming out like they do for fourth of July or President's Day or Labor right. Day or anything in that nature and, okay even still with Columbus just, Day, and I feel yeah. like that stuff is forced down yeah. our throat to celebrate a certain way, but not something like Black History Month, or like you said, not something or like even Juneteenth. That's yeah. why I'm surprised. So, why. like, our Independence Day, Juneteenth right. needs to be celebrated. So how many, how many MLK and Juneteenth uh, sales have you seen on TV? Like, let's be real. Listen. None. But there's a pres President's Day sale, there's a Columbus Day sale, a Labor Day sale, Memorial Day, I can keep going. There's oh, they not- just started, They just started doing, was it last year or the year before that when they just started doing the um, the Pride Month stuff? Because I went in the mall and everything was like rainbow. That, uh, rainbow consumerism I keep talking they about? They were selling, I had never, I'm like in all my years. I'm like, I not have in all my years. Like this from, and just from a sales standpoint, I'm like, whoever did this was genius because they're going to buy. Oh, but I'm absolutely. also like, but I'm also disgusted by the fact that you knew they were going to buy and this is what you're playing up on. Because it would be different if most of the proceeds were going to these homes that have a lot of POCs that don't get the same treatment as mm -hmm. other people do in the LGBT one, two, three community. They don't get the same shit. I think because it's a, they're like a black. Everybody sword. don't get treated like Caitlyn Jenner. Not Caitlyn Jenner. Like, it's a double-edged sword because I feel like the companies that put it out allow people who are LGBTQ to, like, find things to celebrate with. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, I'm still upset that it took them this long, but only because they realized it made them money. It's like, money. It's a double-edged sword. Like, I'm happy that it people can go out and find the stuff they want. But at the same time, I'm like, man, they really taking our money for this shit. I mean, it's the same, I guess, even for, like, Black Friday and shit like that. But Well, yeah. And even how Rihanna changed the game with makeup. Because ever since she came out with, like, 80,000 shades. <gasps> oh, my God. Everyone else, okay. all of a sudden, the, first of all, shades for Black people. Do you uh, know about Fenty Beauty? D? Yes. I oh, my God. My favorite, my favorite model is the lady with the gap. Uh, yes, yes. Slick Woods. Yes. Slick Woods. I like her. Okay, not a 
terrible gay today. Not a terrible gay. Right, right. You know, okay, You're so I'm like, that's what Brandy was saying. Like, for real, like, for real, for real, when Fenty came out with 40 Shades and Plus Now, I believe, mm-hmm. everybody tried to get on that train. They did it wrong. A lot of places did it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody got on the train. And so now, even if you do NYX makeup and like a whole bunch of other ones, they all have like 30 to 40 shades. Yep. But and here's then for, my for thing. Decades, they never did. And I'm here's like, my thing, though. The only thing that other people haven't done that Fenty has done, the darkest color is number one when you go to shop. Oh, they go, they go backwards on every yet. other company. My, my skin did. tone, this is how many shades she has. If the darkest color is number one, and we're talking she makes them for beautiful shades this dark, yes. right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the darkest color being number one. My shade with Fenty is like, um, I want to say like a 42 or something like that. Yeah, I'm all the way at the end, bruh. Yeah, I'm all the way at the end. Just to give you How a scale. How many of them are there, though? There's probably Hella. closer to 50, <laughs> like 50 or some shit. I know they started with 40. I feel and like they added the more. Hers, it's more heavy on the brown side. They do yes. have some for the Caucasians, but they, I think they got like five or six shades and the rest right. of them. It's absolutely backwards from what we're used to seeing as like females wow. who buy makeup. And it, it was like so, such a game changer to go into the store and look and see that the brown pigments were the first ones on top. That's and then crazy. you have to go down to get lighter because it's always been backwards. Like one thing like, oh, here's your foundation. It was like, oh no, here's your foundation. And here's the lip gloss and the blushes and everything that would go in your concealer. Everything that's going to go with your skin yes. tone. Then she backed it up as we give Fenty all the love. Then she backed it up with coming out with her lingerie line and Girl. shut it down with Victoria's Secret because even having her models come out and be pregnant and have cellulite and have oh, their bodies. she do it like that. Oh, to have their bodies go from Lizzo to my size to smaller. Yes. I'm like, she's shutting it down. I'm talking like again. double zero to a 40. Like, and have everybody in two piece. Like she won't put all like she won't put the uh, bigger girls in like moo's and shit. It's like yes. no, if you want to wear the thong and you want to wear this, you go out there too. So we have to give props where it's like, due. So I don't know if, you, if you've that. seen their ads or not, but even the ads in magazines and stuff, they'll have like a normal to skinny girl with a plus size girl wearing similar things. Yeah, on and the same page. They don't. They don't that's reality, out. though. That's what's tripping about right. like high fashion. Is re, re that's not reality. That's not the world oh, we live no. in. You know My what I'm saying? Fashion is scary. And they don't you know they people... don't airbrush the rolls and the cellulite. Yeah, like, yeah. Even that's her crazy. using slick woods with a gap. I'm like, do you know how much I would have loved that growing up to see another girl with a gap be hailed as like it that wasn't white because I know Madonna had her gap and Kate Moss, I believe, has a gap. But we're talking about women that look nothing like me. Right. So to see a black woman bald with a huge ass gap that's another thing i appreciated she didn't do just black girls she went and got brown girls asian yeah. girls she got mm-hmm. everybody like that's everybody good. that's real i good. was super excited anyway yeah. that's a great high note to end this uh quick section on and we're gonna go to break real quick we'll be right wait, back wait 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 gonna go to break 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 <laughs> we're back and (laughs) so we've been talking about whether or not you can say the word nigga if you're not black part black because obviously i say really really no really no really like how do you guys feel about that i want to ask how do you guys feel about that wait you say you don't have time or the the audience the audience i mean i'm just wondering i I mean if you're not disrespecting me I, right. I got shit going on. I got too much shit to do. <laughs> to you know be correcting everybody? Like, I got, yeah, like, I ain't got time. Like, if, I need to know who you... Well, maybe if it was a stranger and I, you know, I felt disrespected, maybe I'd address right. it. But at the same time, if it's somebody that I know and I know they're, they're, they're not disrespectful, I have to know what your intentions are. So if I hear huh. you with a song lyric, I don't got time. I got mm. shit, you know what I'm saying? I got shit going on. Now, I know that there are certain people that are not Black that might have you know, a friend that says, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't care. So if they're used to being around people like that and they slip up and stay around me, I don't give a fuck because I got mm. shit to do. You know what I'm saying? I got to get to Target before they close because fuck Walmart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got shit going on. You know what I'm saying? I got to be at work. I'm like, nah, it's a bullshit right now. If it's your matter of disrespect, then I'm going to have something to say. <laughs> I will slap your soul out your body if you disrespect me. But 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? If it's some regular shit, I ain't got time. I really don't. I mean, we all have stuff to do. I think one of the things on my list to do is correct niggas saying niggas. You don't get to say it. That's on my list. I make the time, okay? Uh, like D, I too enjoy Tarjay, but I also enjoy <laughs> chicken motherfuckers. So yeah. I don't care if you're saying it because you're quoting a Richard Pryor skit. I don't give a fuck if you're quoting something from Bad Boys or you really enjoy that good old Drake. Respect me enough to keep that shit at home because what I do and what I would bet my life on, 98, 98.999% of people that are not black and they enjoy hip hop music. Oh, you saying nigga. I, I, I've been at concerts and y'all saying it right next to folks. You saying it. Right. Just respect me enough not to say it around me and mine because we ain't with the bullshit. And I do the same thing even around black people that are very like, and I'm not saying this as a dig, but they they high and mighty. And it's like, I don't, they don't want nobody saying it. They don't, mm, want, yeah. they don't want you saying nigga to them respect True. i'm like right. i see it a lot so i watch that um knowing that it's not their bag mm-hmm. i think the issue here even me wanting to bring up the topic is i've run into more people that don't even want to take the correction mm-hmm. and i've seen threads of it on facebook where people are fighting almost to say the word and i think that's coming from like that is the weirdest thing that's right that's down, weird though that's, that's weird. passed down genetically yes. because it's like you as a white person you always want to be included and you always want always. to have access to always be able to say what you want there could not be another race that said hey this word is a word that's triggering for most of us and even if we reclaimed it and twisted it into something positive y'all can't say it i would not be fighting with someone who's chinese like i should be able to say it why can you say it and I can't? I would respect it, but there's something about well, most I mean, of you white people. Listen, yeah, when it when it's, when it comes down to that, and it's like, well, I don't understand why I can't say it. My point of view is, why the fuck you want to say it so goddamn bad? That my, that part. If it flips up the song part. like I said, that I don't know why. But if you are pushing and pressing to say some shit that you know is gonna offend me and my people, that's when I have a problem. That's when I'm standing up for it. And they and, and they, they don't have, have an answer for that. Right. There's not a there's not a legit answer for that. From what I've seen, when I see a lot of people being vocal about it, and it's funny because I've seen a lot of people be more vocal about it online because it's easier to type the paragraph. Of course, of course. In person about this, of so course. I'm looking at these people type it out, and I'm just like, you're still not answering the very legit question that's been asked by other people that get into it with people like this. Why do you want to say it in the first place? It's somebody telling right. you, somebody that you don't respect. Let's let's really get to it. Someone that you don't respect, somebody you probably think you're better than is telling you you can't do something and you don't like that shit. And you don't want to exactly. admit. Exactly. I think you have to be in charge. To do is what the issue is. When it comes to that's those certain problem. people that was just pressing it so bad, mm-hmm. they don't want nobody that they see beneath them telling them what to do how dare your black ass tell me what the fuck i can that part that's what it is that's like a dna situation just like brandy said like you are so used to being the main thing main view main everything like i mean for example let's take black panther which i'll be posting later as a reminder to everybody when that came out and people were so upset that there was only one white guy who was in top in the top main character section who was the doctor or whatever right and people were super fucking pressed about not having diverse cast where we're like 99% of the movies in Hollywood is Caucasian. What are y'all talking about? We and took we one fucking hero movie. All, yeah, all those Avenger movies that led up to one. this one. We're following all of these white men. So what are you talking about? Like, we, we can't even, like, get because one Because people want to follow the same narrative that we have. Our issue is, okay, yeah, there needs to be more inclusion, there needs to be more this and that. So when we take something and make it very black, the argument comes, oh, why aren't you guys being inclusive? But it's like, no, 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 you can't do that shit because we got about a good 400 years we gotta make up for. That part. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> like that part. Alone. Or so like, what was, the, what was the play? Was it Hamilton? Y'all got me 50 Shades of Fucked Up if you think I'm about to sit. <laughs> that huh? 50 Shades of Fucked Hamilton? Up. Hamilton. Well, that was another one where people were like, "Why are why are they casting so many black people? Like, what? What do you mean? Do you, have you not?" They didn't heard? even like that. It was like kind of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "But if you knew anything about the person that wrote it, he couldn't sing like that. So yeah, he's gonna rap this and talk. Right. He can't like, what sing. is the problem? He wrote it like that on purpose. The I'm thing like, is, if you don't like something, you ain't got to go watch it. You ain't got to pay money to no, go that, see that it. That comes from that entitlement that they don't want to deal with. Because I'm like, I'm telling you, spiritually and socially, it's passed down. And even mm-hmm. if you don't want to admit it, you just feel like I'm better than, I'm entitled to. Because there's stuff that triggers you that should not trigger 
trigger you. I would not, I, I don't get bothered by seeing a movie like Parasite. Mm-hmm. When like for the and it's really what did bother me about that for winning best picture is like ninety four years, it took right. ninety four years for something like this to win because we've been following the same narrative. You've had the same people in the same seats, almost like the Senate. You had the same people in the same seats forever, and mm-hmm. we're pushing for change. But stuff has to change from just like the ground up. It has to be knocked down and rebuilt, and right. that's such like a deep conversation they don't even want to have it's just easier to react on a surface level and basically say well tit for tat so if i can't say it then nobody can if you can't have a white panther then you guys can't have a black and it's like no you're fucking wrong i like i have a friend who her like baby daddy says the n-word with the hard er right and uh, I I can't say the name because they might be listening. But a, a, a person that you know, a person that I know, her baby daddy has called somebody out their name. Basically, said I hope you're not gonna be at this wedding because I ain't with it. Oh no, definitely not. And you know I, what my point was is like if you are non POC and you know of people who talk like that and you are still with them, you kind of allow them the behavior too. So you're not an ally to us either. Cause you're not keeping them corrected. You're not keep telling them you got to keep that shit out of your mouth. Like there's a reason you can't do that. None of it is coming out. So it's kind of like the police situation. Like if you are standing there and listening to other white folks talk, nigga this, nigga that, and you're not saying anything and you know it's wrong and you do have friends that you care about or family members that you care about that are black or brown or whatever, you part of the problem mm-hmm. because you want to be so quiet because you don't want to like aggravate people. And I think that has to, a lot to do with our like communities and societies too, because there is a lot of people who are not racist, who would never say the N word, but allows people around them to do that and have that type of behavior, which kind of continues and allows like, those like people. Like said before, they allow them to have that diet racism, and it and it yes. all stems from it all stems from you're still wanting to be accepted and taken into the house by the white man. Mm -hmm. And so you would rather not rock the boat because you realize, and it's fucked up, but it's true in some social settings, being connected to somebody white is your power play. It's your in, it's your way up the ladder. So you don't want to rock the boat too much. And unfortunately, the higher you climb, sometimes socially or in a business or company, it's whatever, the I'll tell you that the right now. Things get because they're the majority in power. Mm-hmm. So then it's like there's I know you guys don't watch the show power, but for those listening that dude, <laughs> if y'all remember that white dude that would always come through for Jamie, but he would be saying the most racist shit, even when he had offered the main character's wife a job and he was like, Oh, you should come work for me. We need somebody. Uh, at the company with your flavor, since all this diversity. Oh, no flavor. Yes, he said with your, and then when he said it, he had paused. It was so messy. He was like, with your flavor. (laughs) I was like, damn. And she knew what he meant too. But she set up there and took that job. But she took the job because you already know it's it's fucked up. But But she took, hey, that's the, yeah, it's fucked up place, but it's a better opportunity. Yeah. So, I mean, so in, in other words, we've been in a situation of trying to survive our, in our entire lives and everybody else's fucking ancestors and shit for hundreds of years. It's just a survival of the fittest. So what we've learned to do is assimilate pretty much into whatever we need to get done to put fucking food on the table. And that's, that's so what our parents did somewhere. and our grandparents did. And that's what yeah. it all comes down to. Yeah. And so and if, across the board in that, comes full circle with everything we're talking about before with your hair. Mm-hmm. The way your hair, you got people bleaching. Boom, look at you, D, you putting it together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is true. It's true, though. It's even, it's even how we talk. True. Subtle it's words sad. that I'll, I'll use, sir, I'll dip into a certain vocabulary bag just to let people know you're not fucking with me like you think you're fucking with me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're not fucking with an ignorant motherfucker. That's, yeah. Listen, I all. do that daily on, on our social or media pages. Like, you know, <laughs> Me, okay. Me and a friend were talking about, um, that was also from Oki. We're talking about how sometimes you just sprinkle that in there just so they can know. Or even on dates, if if I was talking to some guy and all you know is your hometown, you can't tell me you want to show me the world because you ain't left your state. Oh, you better say that shit again. Been, uh, you ain't like, seen the motherfucking you, world. You haven't seen the world. So You're talking to the wrong bitch. I've been overseas and back and forth. Like, you don't you even ain't left Northtown. You ain't shown nobody. <laughs> no, he did not just sing that. I'm done. 
You don't, you don't have the password. Oh, you, 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 shit. you ain't been on the airplane. Oh, that's definitely gonna be the oh, city bus right now. This nigga make you sick. Who no is that? I just be looking like they be like, you not from around here? No, no. Hell no. I'm not. I'm glad I mean, you understand. It's, it's the truth, though. Like I really, when I moved out here, I really did not realize that people do not move out of their own fucking city, county, neighborhood. The only thing I've kind of been jealous of is I, th I always thought it was a cute story to say, you know, Katie and I have been friends since third grade and we went to the same college together. And I've always loved those type of stories. I mean, it's cute, like, but it's not cute if you don't know anything else about the world, though. That's my whole point, CJ. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I mean, at least within your own country. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? At that least, part. Take a day trip to California, you know, or. Well, yeah. for me, they trip California. Maybe I'm not saying like they have to, to travel to like city, France you know or anything. No, I, I definitely push them to go. Yeah, just get out, out of your town. Get get mm -hmm. out of the country, just, especially just, if you live like in California. Yeah, eventually, or if you're in Florida, where it's oh, God. Most of the plane rides to Jamaica or other places are like an hour or two. Hot, skipping a jump to the next. Oh, yeah. like yeah. get out of here. Ask D. He always be leaving. Like, you know. <laughs> D, if he don't do shit else, he just jets that. He's like, where's D? Oh, I heard he was go. in Puerto Rico today. Where's D? Puerto Rico. That's where he's at. Pretty much. I'll be out. Out so. Puerto Rico. I'll be Hawaii. I'm like, you know, I do have a question, though. How do y'all feel about, because I've heard this in, like, social media arenas around a lot. Like, there are some people who are obviously unapologetically Black who do not appreciate people like Cardi B saying the N-word, saying nigga, because she's, she considered um, Afro-Latina. And a lot of Black folks who are pure do not accept her sorry. saying that. I've seen that tread. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm just wondering. It's for me, personally, it's, especially because you guys are both fully Black. I'm only half. And I say nigga. Like, but I'm respectful enough to figure out if I meet somebody for the first time, if they're going to be cool with it or not. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to, it sucks that I have to figure it out. But everybody who I know has never had a problem. Or if they did, they did not let me know. So, so I have continued. Is, hmm? This is my issue. If it's somebody who's all the way white and I ain't got time, and somebody like Cardi B, I really ain't got no fucking time. Because <laughs> you keep already Afro something. You know right, what but she, that's what I'm saying. And She's Afro-Latina, but that really Latina part in, throws people off. But if you want to dig into genetics, what right. is Afro, what is Latina in genes? What does that mean? Right, Latino, that Latino, part. What does that mean? That's what I'm saying. All that, what does that mean? You have lineage to Spain somehow. Spain or maybe Portugal. I don't know how the uh, mm -hmm. exact works. But if you got, okay, so how about this? Answer me this. If it was Amara, you know who Amara La Negra is, right? Yes, she's gorgeous. If she said it. Would it be different if somebody like Cardi B said? Right. But Amada, if you broke us down genetically, Amada's probably blacker, really more connected to the continent of Africa than I am. Right. Possibly. It could be, it's a possibility. Right. I that, think, I think with those. So if so, is it okay because of her culture and her upbringing that she's not from the United States? Is that, that the part? That's the part that gets me. Is it the U.S. culture? I don't think it's, I don't think it's that for people. It's the U.S. culture. I no, I think I think for people, I think people it is, see it. I don't think it should be that way, but I think that's what it boils down to. People are like, oh, if you're not from the United States, you're not black. And to me, I'm like, that's dumb as fuck. Cause my yeah, whole, you know, I have a whole other part of my family that comes from the Caribbean. So right. am I still not gonna say I've had people in my own family on my dad's side tell me it's try to question my blackness because of that mixture. Oh but that God. mixture is blacker than them. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's blacker than well, them. And people still try to come out in sideways sometimes with that shit. So, well, even yeah. going into that whole what's blacker than something else, that's where we kind of get into a trouble within our own society because mm -hmm. it's like, who's the blackest? And sometimes we play that game like CJ spelled, like she's had to do. We're like, let me know all of these black facts so you can't even come to me. And right. there are full black people that feel like, hey, if you can't sing the Negro anthem, how black are you? they pick it apart. Oh, like, somebody actually asked me that before. No, seriously. No, seriously. Like, I was like, what? They're like, you don't know? Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even figure that shit out until like, what, like 20 something? Oh, my 20, parents yeah, that, 20. Yeah, my parents joked that they didn't do a good job 
like letting us know we were black <laughs> and what to expect. <laughs> they were just like, let's take care of you financially. And we get back to the States and I'm like, yo, we niggas. Like, hey, this is weird. I didn't even but know I, I was that black and I'm only half black until I got here. <laughs> 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 I, I think the issue with that is coming down to if people think you're, gen- I'm trying to like say this and consolidate because I know we wrap it up. If people yeah. think you are genuinely an ally to us and you're not using anything in black culture to uh, propel your career or to yeah. get the black vote, so to speak, then we accept it. I've never had a problem with Cardi doing it because what I did a while ago is I started looking at her interviews and she was talking about how she was looking out for strippers she worked with that would have darker skin or different hair than her and see how they were treated and she didn't like right. that shit. I've seen so that too. Going yeah. back for your darker sisters in a fucking strip club before you were even famous. Right. I'm, I could. She I was can, already for the culture. I can exactly. And I and she you was for. And it wasn't for something, um, it was genuine from you. The reason we tore J-Lo to shreds, because we're oh, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care if you were dancing around a couple of eight counts on a living color. You <laughs> you use the fact that you can kind of pass Take your that advantage. Shit. One That's what it is. Time so when for we, the motherfuckers in the back. People in the back. <laughs> so when, we saw, when we saw the whole Benefit thing, even the change from how she was with Diddy to Ben Affleck to Mark right. Anthony, she does this wonderful thing with whoever she's with is she's what kinda, she is. So she's she more into it, right? She's super Puerto Rican with Mark Anthony yes. and with who she's with right now. And then she was super oh, hip-hop man, from the Bronx. Oh, man. Right. I and mean, then she was super I... white Jennifer. She was Jennifer Lopez with Ben. It was no J-Lo business. Um, I, uh, she's a Jenny from the block. So to I wrap watched, that up with that. Uh, I watched a short thing on J-Lo where it, J-Lo is the common denominator and all these other female celebrities have some kind of issue with her. In this denomination, have you seen that it's, shit? I, I that saw shit it. Is crazy. It, it, it blew my mind, and it's all the way from in living color times, people who worked with her all the way from back, that, all the way back from till now. And so, I feel like Yo, she is check out that Ashanti interview. No, I haven't seen that one. I probably need to. Oh, I'm yeah. like, Do you, you gotta pay that girl her and Christina Milian. No, give them their pay her, her, yeah. Yes, give them the exactly. I mean, kind of. I kind of understand why Mariah Carey was like, "Who is that? I don't know who that is." Like, oh, because that was that really was her whole fucking song. That yeah. was messy. It was really messy. It was really messy. I don't know. I but guess yeah, even just... even with somebody like Mariah, like Mariah, and and even uh Holly Berry, although she definitely doesn't keep procreating with us. I remember her in several <laughs> interviews being like, "I look in the mirror, I see a black woman." That's what I identify as. And then Mariah Carey being like, yeah, I know I'm mixed or whatever, but Mariah's always been down on this right. side. Right. Like, and I heard that was even like some drama within her label because they still wanted her to stay how they made her when she came out. Right. And she's like, I want to do these songs with ODB. I want to do these songs with these people. Yeah, I she didn't she grow up with this album. Huh? What'd you say? Didn't she grow up with ODB? I don't know. I hadn't I heard think that. So. I think they like but in the same would, neighborhood. Like they went to school. Like they know each other from way back. That would make sense why she was pushing for him to be on the remix. So I feel like most black people are like, look, if we don't feel like you using it as a cool pass or you want to be black when you want to be black, we cool with it. Even some of my mixed friends, where if you're black and Filipino or black and Japanese, I'm cool with it as long as I don't feel like you're using it right. to be down in the moment. And then any other time you're super, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, no, I don't like that shit. I saw it in high school, girl, and I hated it. I would literally watch them, and I'm like, okay, so are we, are we Filipino <laughs> today? Are we this today? What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm laughing really not, hard, y'all. They don't. Well, of course, operate. you have both, though. I mean, you have both. Well, here's the thing that Brandy's right, though, because I know a lot of mixed kids and mixed people because I'm mixed myself, so we connect the same way, and like. There's people who I, I'm telling you, I've told you guys before, there are people I didn't know that were mixed because of the way they carried themselves as one side and not the other or both. And it, and, and it's not just limited to acting oh. black or being black or acting Asian and being Asian or white or whatever the mixture is, but they mm-hmm. have chose to be one side more than the other, then whatever the other. that may mean. But to me, it's just so weird because to me, like, I guess I got really lucky enough with my parents like culturally bringing me into like on Sundays I went to Baptist church on holidays I would go New Year's Chinese New Year's with my mom and you know it was like a really good mixture of it was a hundred percent this side and a hundred percent this was it was not 50 50 
That's what it was. I and got I think that's double, what not half. Double. Yes, double, not half. <laughs> double. I think that's what makes CJ one of the tolerable mixed people. Not tolerable. <laughs> listen, because I've ran into so many that I just can't tolerate, and I'm talking I about the ones that are mixed with black because they're using the black side when they want to. Or to me, it seems like the black side's only good when it comes to the men you want to fuck. But other than that, you're whatever. Well, else. I mean, I I'm, I'm telling you. Let me tell you about how I have to, like, I know you've seen it over and over again. You've seen mixed girls that are half black, half something else, and they don't fuck with the Filipino guys, the uh, Mm -hmm. Korean guys, the white guys that they're mixed with. They had a niggas lined up back to back. I mean, like, seriously, like, even the guy, like, one of my, like, I don't, I guess they're still friends or whatever, but one of the people I've deleted off of all of my social media pages was half white and half Filipino. And he seemed to not understand, like, I think we were talking about police brutality to blacks and brown people. And he was like, well, if they would just like, listen and cooperate, I'm like, you really just, and you browner than, he's darker than me, being half Filipino, half white. And I'm just like, you really think if that was the case that all these niggas would be shot up, like you really think that's the reason why but we that goes shot. to what that goes to what he sees himself as. Right. He does that's exactly what I was getting to. He doesn't see himself as Filipino. I know he doesn't. Other than when it's like fun times, oh, I make this food, I make yeah. agar, agar, whatever. Like that's the only time he even brings up his heritage on the other side because the rest of the time he lives his life sliding through, like we always talk about passing as something else and i i can't and the craziest part is if anybody was to look at him nobody would know that he was mixed half white he looks asian 100 percent. i'm gonna send y'all a picture later (laughs) it's gonna be a secret test don't ask audience we're not gonna post it or nothing the crazy part about it i know somebody who's like that filipino white yeah well he says he i I honestly don't think i think his mama lied to him oh because he about this dark oh no you think Brandy, so? you know this individual you know this individual we'll talk about it after we're done recording oh my god i mean so here's the thing this black filipino man but here's the thing some people the older generation have it's like a lot of even like black community the older gen where they thought they were doing a good thing by telling their children to get lighter to get ahead you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's there's a whole cultural mm-hmm. thing around that. We need to talk about that too one day. Like a whole cultural thing around, you know, marry into lighter skin to lighten your lineage as they go on. That was a serious La thing. And, yes, La that's La the word I'm thinking of. They still do La it in some parts La hardcore. Grandmas and grandpas be like Especially Latin and, America is big, Caribbean is big. The Afro Latina community, that happens a lot from what Man. I understand. So, you know, it's crazy. But like on that no we're gonna wrap it up if you guys heard this and have a lot more to say please come and dm us or send us a message on facebook we even have an email that i never rarely talk about it's the triangle at gmail.com it's th3 the number three t-r-i-a-n-g-l look at brandy's face she hates that it's too late i bought the domain you'll be fine you'll be fine but if you do if you do enjoy us please listen to us on all your favorite <laughs> podcast platforms, subscribe. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button um, and comment and then hit the notification so you can get our episodes. We do two episodes a week, Mondays at 9 a.m. for our news <laughs> angle and Thursdays. Brandy wants you to hit her like button. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm done. Thursdays at noon, 12 noon central. Both times are central. I can't stand these people. Uh, I don't even know how I've dealt with them for two whole decades, but we gonna go now. We gonna go on that note. All three niggas is out. Be blessed. Bye. Don't say that in words.